Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wait, sorry. I'm sorry, sir. You're. Uh, we just have to wait for George to get in here, and then we then we can start the show. Sir, what are you talking about? Your face. I'm George. Clearly, I'm George. What are you talking what about? You know, I'm George. Your face. You look rail thin. Yeah, I lost 15 pounds. But your face. You look. You look like my grandfather. What the mm-hmm. hell happened to you? How'd you lose this kind of weight? Ozempic. Are you looking in the mirror? Well, I don't. I don't, I don't have any mirrors in my home. You know that. I think they're portals to another dimension. I don't trust mirrors. Well, I know because you're on mushrooms so often that you can't look at them. Well, George, you look 75 years old. No, I don't. You know. One of the um, side effects of Ozempic is that your face, you know, you lose so much weight that your face kind of becomes hollowed out and you look old. You look insane. You look like an old crone. No, no. You. I mean, I did. Someone did tell me that I look like, you know, like I had some filter on my face on TikTok or something that makes you look like an old yeah. man. But I yeah, thought they old. were just crazy and just kind of jealous because I looked so thin. Stop. I can't even stand looking at you. No, it's Dan, so scary. Your you're talking about Ozempic like, face, which is just like a face of a youthful man. Like you just look so thin and good that you have Ozempic face. That's what it means. No, it's not. You really should just quickly look up what it means and then you would easily disprove what you just said. I'm worried about looking in the mirror now because I don't want to I don't want to see what you see if it is in fact true because I love my body. My body minus my head feels fantastic. I will admit I do feel a little... Your body looks fantastic, I have to say. And thank you for being man enough to admit that. But your face looks like a joke and it's crazy, but someone might like that. So, well, so maybe I'm like heroin chic then. That's okay. Ozempic chic. You know, because now people have 
everyone's so proud. You know, hey, I'm fat. I'm proud of it for some reason. You could say, hey, I'm hideous because I look like an old bag and I'm proud of it. Well, that's what I'm saying is, you know, you look at models these days. I mean, I, I was slipping through the Sports Illustrated the other day and they had these plus size models. Plus size you know, models. It's an oxymoron. I want to, exactly. Thank you, Dan. Like, I want to see skinny people. Very I want to see good looking people. And it's dangerously like, if you so. want to diversify it in terms of the body type, well, get an Ozempic face in there. You they're, know, someone yes. who's lean and mean and looks 78 years old on the face. That would be diverse to me is if someone yes. had an Ozempic face because I, that's okay. You're so obsessed with representation. Well, then let's represent right. someone with Ozempic face. Ozempics. And George, you know what? If you don't even like your face, guess what? You get a facelift. That's what we have in this country. You have that's, options. Right. Okay. Right. You got the options. You want a facelift or you don't want a facelift. It's a great option. You're listening to the Man Thinkers Podcast. A show that forges a new roadmap for the modern man on how to best live life. I'm George Collins, a former liberal cuckold. And I'm Dan Finkelstein, a staunch libertarian incel. We think. So you don't have to. You know what else is disgusting? The uh, New York DA, Alvin Bragg, going after Trump mm. for some... I don't even know what this is. I knew you were going to bring is. this up. Hush money. Hush money. Been... What's wrong with hush money? Money can't be a type of hush. I didn't read into it. I don't need to because I know it's exactly. a crock. You don't, don't read the stuff. Don't read anything because you Never. know it's a crock. No, stop but reading, guys. Trump has been able to not only raise a ton of money since this indictment, mm -hmm. but in addition, he has taken the lead in the polls over right. his rival, Ron DeSantis. You know, the more you try to hurt this guy, the more he's going to thrive. I mean, and that that's just a fact. A and we see that super in the villain. numbers. Okay, so he's indicted now, which means what? He's no longer, you know, dicted. Right. Now he's gone from dicted to indicted. And that's his you know, legally status. what that means is yeah, so what does indicted mean? Well, no, when you get indicted, everyone knows this. You know, and again, no, I went right. to law school. No I am an I am an expert. That was you went twice. Yeah. I that's like so, one of the first questions on the law school test. What is indictment? Right. And right. it's been a little while. Um since I was right. there. But what I remember for indictment is, mm -hmm. you know, you're at the courthouse and right. I think things get sealed, unsealed. So there was unsealed, like an right. envelope and mm -hmm. they maybe he, they gave it to Trump or something. And he, so yeah, he's not in the jail. process, what's kind of the process of, of going from dicted, indicted to indicted, right. that's where it gets murky. Well, and that's me. where, and it's I think the, it's I know always, there's an envelope involved. I think it's meant to be. I think that's it's part always. of the, it's, it's be, always right. meant to be a little murky. That's part of the law. That's how the law works. It's just the gears, the slow gears of justice. There's right. a, something gets unsealed, a document. Right. Trump Some sort of, has right. it now. He has the document, the indictment. And so the that, therefore, so he knows what the indictment is. He is indictment. He's in on the dike. He's in on now the he's been in as so well. He's indicted to it. He's indoctrinated in the indictment. So he and Alvin Bragg are in agreement right. in regards right. to the indictment. And until he. It's really just a conversation. It's just a conversation. That they have. And that's what we're doing here. Our show is. Is essentially an indictment. An indictment. And guess what? It's only helped this. It's only helped Trump. He's only gotten bigger, stronger. He's a superpower. And that actually mm -hmm. is uh, my big question for today. Do all women wish they were men? Their own feces cure autism. Would children be safer if everyone stopped having sex? Would Joe Biden be the first ghost president? Is washing your hands actually bad for Why are haunted houses so scary? Is Ron DeSantis going to have to be indicted for a crime in order to get his poll numbers up? Should I? Well, that's an interesting question, Dan. That's really interesting. And, and it's really well phrased because I, you know. <laughs> Should I rephrase it? Because. Does Ron DeSantis because, need you know, to be indicted? Right. In order to. Win the president Catch up to Trump. Yes. Because what we're seeing right now, Dan, and I know you've seen this. And, and I saw this, this when I was a liberal. Is the harder you go at these conservatives, you know, the more legal troubles they have, the more scandals there are, the more their numbers go because up. Because they're rubber. Right? And right now. And liberals are glue. And also, can we just point out the fact 
fact that this man is literally getting called out for doing what? Having sex. That's cool. With a beautiful pornography actress. I mean, that is the coolest. It's the dream. And that worries me. The guy's awesome. About DeSantis is, I don't think he's had right. sex with a porn star. I worry it would hurt DeSantis if a sex tape of his got out. Whereas with Trump, it, it's- Because it would be so boring. Be so boring. Whereas Trump's would be powerful. Just him and his wife. His powerful know? cock yeah. going inside. Yeah. Stormy Daniels. Powerful cock. His powerful yeah. cock. Oh, man. The Trumpian cock. I mean, you know his cock looks just like him. Sort of obese and orange. It's just an interesting tan. It's just interesting. And that's the problem with DeSantis right. is he doesn't have that same level of interest. I mean, what crimes is DeSantis even going to commit? Get a couple traffic tickets? That wouldn't hurt, but that's not going to have... It wouldn't hurt, but it's not going to do the deed. I mean, when you're competing with somebody as corrupt as Donald Trump, you got to bring the heat when it comes to your diamonds. Absolutely. I mean, I just don't know what Ron can do at this point to show he's as big of a badass as Trump. Maybe, and this is interesting, Dan, I'll get your thoughts on yeah. this, because Trump had sex with... When did Trump have sex with Stormy Daniels? When did his powerful Oof. cock make an appearance? Previous to 2016. Previous to the election. It was years... It may have been a decade okay. before. And he paid off that Playboy model. Karen McDougal. See, Trump is hanging out and, <sighs> and paying for sex with these beautiful... He's just smart. Rather than, hey, women. I don't have to be nice to this woman. I don't have to talk to her or try to woo her. All I got to do is offer right. her some cash and she'll do it. And also he knows that there's no part of my personality. There's no part of my uh, body, my physical His look. Big, fat body. There's no way that I'm going to convince this woman to have sex with me unless I pay her a lot of money. And that's when you know you've got a true G in the house. A man who has to pay for sex in order to get laid. He knows laid, how much it's worth. But has enough money to do it and pay these top-notch people. Well, and people are starting that's to see the writing G. on the wall. DeSantis doesn't have the cash to get right. his wiener inside a right. porn actress, a Playboy model, what have you. And interesting, Dan, that you chose to use the word wiener right. with Ron DeSantis versus cock with Donald Trump because that's how we think of these two men. Donald Trump has a cock. Ron DeSantis, he has a wiener. He has a little I mean, the guy is a flimsy... That yeah, looks like he's a Florida. flaccid guy. I mean, all penises kind of look like right, Florida, but, but still. All right, obviously, DeSantis and his wiener, that he's not going to come up with a controversy that's going to rival Donald Trump. But what are some other type of controversies that Ron DeSantis could maybe get involved well, what in? what really frustrates me right now is that I have traveled mm. with my own funds to the Florida State House to talk to DeSantis right. and his team. They have not allowed me inside. Mm. They have not heard me out, even though every day I suggest Ron DeSantis choke a celebrity, any kind of celebrity, to death. Mm. On camera. To death. Well, that's, I mean, so you want, you you would be advocating for murder then. That feels well, wouldn't that be, like a step wouldn't, too isn't, far. Isn't murder, murder is the original sin. Everything kind of comes back to murder. If Ron DeSantis is indicted, and we all know what that means, right? I got to say, he's going to be able to raise a lot of money. Um, I, you know, I can't condone murder, I think, in any and that's the difference shape between you or form. And I, right. I don't call for violence, you do. And it's I think that's why you're violence, generally just murder. It's just one murder. Is one murder violence? Well, murder is, yes, it, for is, these guys. it is the most violent act. We're not voting for these guys to be our religious leaders. Right. I want the country to be run right. like it's like a murderer. You want the country to be run like a murderer? What does that mean? You mean like the brain of a murdering yes. man? So like a serial killer psychopath? Like, you know, people say, I want the country to be run like That's a business. That's what I'm saying. But you're saying you want the country to be run. Like a murderer. And I'm saying start small. Steal a car. See how the public responds. Right. Then if it's positive, then you can work your way up to cocaine. Right. If that's going well, murder a guy. Right. You know there what I mean? You like go. you can you can kind of take it in steps. I, and I, I, yeah, I mean, that's you a know? good strategy. It's And it's going to help you against Trump. 
And I'm mm. I'm not cho- picking and choosing. You know, I like both guys. I think they have both really great policies. Yeah. I love Trump's policies. That's one thing I've always loved about yeah. him is his policies. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. And 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 I and I think the liberals will regret this. They're oh, gonna yeah, they regret everything. Realize months from now, a year from now, that yeah, of course they're gonna say, oh God, we put all this time and resources into trying to get this guy from indicted to indicted, and we did it on charges that were flimsy anyway, and just highlighting the fact that he had sex with these beautiful women. And it's like, okay, cool, man, lose the election. Yeah, you just did trying to enforce a law. Why? Why? Just let him do it. That's what I say. Dan, let's be honest. We've committed crimes. We've committed crimes in this show. We're trying to sell an unregistered security in ManCoin. No one's coming after us or so that we know of Well, they shouldn't because it's it's okay to do a few crimes. Right. Everyone gets like three or four before it's like, hey. You get a mulligan. You get a mulligan. You get a mulligan or two. All right, all right. I did it wrong. I won't do it again. But then you do it again. You know? Tax fraud. In fact, I would say if I I meet a man or a woman out here in the real world and they've never committed a crime. Well, you know they're lying. I don't trust them for a second. No, you know that. If someone says they never committed a crime, you know it's a lie. And Ron DeSantis needs to commit a crime Hurry. fast. And he's got to figure it out and get, get it done. Get something you know? on the books. It's hard to believe some of the things that Trump has done and been accused and it's of be, doing, start coming but out it's even only more. helped him in the polls. Can't wait for him to get indicted in Georgia. Speaking of Georgia and speaking of things that are hard to believe, Dan, we have just an excellent guest on today's program. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Not because it's related to eggs in any way. It's actually related to aliens. Payne Lindsay, fantastic podcaster. Mr. Payne Lindsay. I, some people would say we could learn from him. I would say he could learn from us in terms of podcasting. And I think he did think learn so. from us. I think he did but we're going to talk to him. You know, he learned a few Tactics. He's got a new show, High Strange. It's all about alien encounters, the truth behind it, and it's it's, it's really it's good. really well done. This guy knows how to make people listen, just like we do. Mm-hmm. So again, I think he could learn from us mm-hmm. more than we could learn from him. But um, it's a really good interview coming up. Before we get there, Dan, of course, we have to jump into our ads. And the, fantastic, turn up the volume, guys, as high as you can go, because that means we make more money. If other if people a are hearing volume, the ads, enjoy these ads. And when we come back, we've got Payne Lindsay on the show. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., 
I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our guest today is a director, documentary filmmaker, and podcast host of the hit shows Up and Vanished and Atlanta Monster. His new show, High Strange, is a limited UFO audio series that features firsthand accounts of abductions and sightings, archival tape, and sheds light on government secrecy. Payne Lindsay, thank you so much for being on Man Thinkers. Thanks for having me. How you doing? We're doing well, Payne, and we're excited to have you on the show because we've been trying to get an aliens guy for a long time, and I think we got the perfect aliens guy. Now, I know you've said before you don't want to be known as the UFO guy, so I changed it to aliens guy, but can you explain what exactly do you mean by that? What do you mean by being labeled a UFO guy, and why is that bad in your mind? I mean, you see the memes, right? It's uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of a funny thing. It's, it's a wild concept. So you have this sort of uh, left field kind of space cadet vibe with the UFO alien guy. And, uh, you know, some people might not take you as seriously because that's what you're labeled or that's how you present yourself. You know, there are some good, hardworking American UFO guys. So I take a little bit of an offense to that of saying that, you know, some of these guys, some of these alien guys, you know, they're hardworking. They're pulling themselves up by their bootstraps. So, you know, just remember that. that Yeah, they're doing the real work. I mean, hey, I'll give it to them. They at least laid the 
foundation for me. So exactly, we owe a lot to these Absolutely. guys. And you know, in discussing aliens on your show, I just want to get this cleared off the bat for our listeners. Um, are you a crazy person? Yes, you 100%. are. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, that's about gonna, aliens. That's gonna, no, but am I okay. crazy? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, because that might mess with your credibility. Yeah, no, it, it might. Yeah. And honestly, a little advice: even if you are crazy, it might help for you to say that you're not. Oh. You would think, right? right. But I mean, okay. mm. hey, I think we're all a little crazy. So that's fair. And again, that's fair. Yeah, if you're still alive today, you're crazy. You're a little bit nuts. That's <laughs> true. There was a lot of reasons to go insane over the past uh, few years, like Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe. Have sure. the aliens mentioned him at all? Uh, no, they don't really care about him. Speaking of <laughs> politics, is there a party that is more, shall we say, pro-alien or pro-UFO, Republicans, Democrats, or is this one of those few issues that really kind of, you know, reaches across the aisle? I mean, I, I think it does actually reach across the aisle, but it seems like just from looking at the media and the news that it's definitely a, a more popular Republican thing. And I think that's mm. probably because of the notion that some people have on the far right of anything that the government's hiding something from you. And, and there's probably some truth to that in sure. a, a lot of what are. they're saying. But I think that's the sexy part of it for someone on the far side of anything. It is sexy. Thank you for calling it that. And you know what? And yeah. I bet there's a lot of people on the far right that would say that the aliens are sexy. They're nude. They've got big heads and uh, big, beautiful eyes, which is really nice because that's what a lot of Hollywood actors have. So what's not to like? I mean, I'm, I'm with you. They're hot. Thank you. Serious question about that because I wanted, you know, I was going to work my way into questions about alien sex, but in all honesty, Payne, given all your research and your investigation, and I listened to the first two episodes of High Strange, excellent podcast. Everyone Thank should you. listen you to it. You didn't pay for really, the other episodes? Really, really riveting. Well, I did, you know, I, you just, I figured I could it. listen to the first two. Well, I'm just saying the first two were free, so. Has anyone, in your estimation, has a human being in an alien had sex? Ooh, I mean, I'd want to say yes. You know, I, I, I right? couldn't like... You got to say it. Just call the story it. specifically, but... That's right. a shame. No, right. I have okay. not had sex with an alien, but okay. some Thank people you. claim they okay. have. So right. do George, we believe them, I guess, is the question. I have not had sex with an alien, and, and nor have I been abducted, Payne. And I was going to ask you, I'm a little jealous because I am like, what is it about these people who are getting abducted? What do they have that I don't have? So, Payne, are you seeing anything in your research that's like, oh, it's this type of person or it's this type of situation? How can I better the chances of being abducted myself? I honestly don't know. I think that mm. it's just a wrong place, wrong time, or in this case, uh, the right place of the right time. George spends right. his summers wandering around the South. The Southwest, yeah. Southwest, just in hopes of somebody picking him up. And he has been picked up, but not by aliens, but by often murderous gangs. Well, um, so you've gotten I mean, yourself you in a couple sticky situations. Sure, but I'm I'm still here to talk about it, and, and that's that's what's important. I mean, personally, I believe that whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And so, mm. Payne, have you talked to anyone who has had an abduction that life has improved because of it in their minds? Because usually the, the stigma is, you, you know, you see aliens, they abduct you, and your life is ruined. But what about, has somebody walked away from that being like, hey, I'm happier, man. I, I know about the aliens now. I talk to them. They're nice <laughs> it guys. doesn't seem like that. No, mm. it seems like a, a, like mm. a definitive life ruin mostly because Darn. fucking no one's going to believe you. <laughs> that, that's right. the thing, right? It's like, okay. Right. That's how I feel. And that would just right. make you insane over the course of your life. Well, we have me. a policy on our show, mm -hmm. Believe Everyone. And now that, of course, <laughs> right. has a little bit more to do with sexual harassment allegations is sure. that you always believe when women say that they've been harassed. But you right. also believe the men when they say, I didn't do it. So in this case, you know, you believe the men and women who said that they've been abducted by aliens. And then you believe the aliens who said, hey, I've never been there. Well, see now, but wait a minute, because mm. everyone implies human being. So now we're extending oh. this believe everyone policy. I think to it should be universal. What's the point of having laws if you're not going to have them on different planets? 
I feel like the, the space is lawless. It has to be, right? Th- the, yeah. the Constitution, in my mind, it goes well beyond the solar system. Manifest destiny for the entire Milky Way galaxy. The right to bear arms. Do you think the Founding Fathers were thinking about those aliens when they were signing that thing? That is a great mm. question. Well, that's why they have the little Could've eye been. on the pyramid on the money. Pain, well, that, <laughs> yeah. that brings us that brings us to an interesting question, Payne, because how far back, you know, you start your podcast where like the first significant incident is the Roswell incident, which I believe was 1947. But how far back could you have gone? Like, if you wanted to start ancient Greece, could you have? Absolutely. It, it goes back as far as you could possibly go. I mean, wow. these sightings, if you actually look at them and read them, mm-hmm. you know, they're interpreted at the time as, you know, as a religious thing. It was right. an angel or it was, you know, God or whatever it was. Oh. But the way they're describing them, it sounds it's like it alien. was a spaceship, similar right. to what someone would be claiming to have seen today on Twitter. It seems like the, the way we talk about UFOs and UFO sightings has changed a lot in the last five years, right? It seemed like it was always fringe and now you're seeing kind of a a change in narrative a little bit in the mass media. You've got the New York Times writing stories on it. You've got 60 Minutes doing exposés. You've got congressional hearings. So what is it that happened in the last five years that kind of shifted the conversation? Is there a specific event or something or or why has there been a change? Or do you even agree that there is a change? There's definitely a change. I think it's a combination of a couple things. I mean, I think the younger generation just doesn't have as much resistance to believing something, you know, not entirely proven, but possible Mm -hmm. scientifically. That coupled with credible people, military pilots, Navy pilots coming forward with crazy and incredible stories of things that they claim defy the laws of physics. And they're saying that they're not ours and they're not any other governments in the world. You kind of tend to want to believe those people. And so if you're open to the idea that there's something else going on that we don't maybe necessarily know entirely about yet, then mm-hmm. you would be more receptive at this point. And I think a lot of people right. I think a lot of people are. In my opinion, the most compelling evidence for UFOs is the fact that governments around the world have just acknowledged that they're real, right? Like governments have come out and said like, yeah, there are these things. They don't say they're aliens, but they say there's UFOs flying around, we don't know what they are. And I think a lot of people don't know that 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 has literally been admitted by various governments. Can you expand on that a little bit? What is like the official stance of the US government or governments around the world and how do those stances change? Is there a difference between the way we approach UFOs versus Europe and whatnot? The common misconception is that UFOs and aliens in America is some like American folklore thing, right? You know, Area 51 Mm. and all this stuff and Roswell and it's just kind of like our own thing. And if that was the case, if there was no other country or no other military in the world talking about this seriously, then that would just essentially prove that it's just some myth, urban legend here in America. American exceptionalism. But it's just not true. It's, It's every country in the world that has a legit military intelligence wing has mm-hmm. stories like this and has accounts mm-hmm. and has their own records and I think the other common misconception is that people think the government has all this information and they're hiding it from us and sure they're definitely hiding some stuff but I think the bigger reality or the more likely scenario is that they don't know enough to tell you anything and they don't want right. to come out and say we don't know what this is no government for any country wants to come out and say they don't know what something is because right. people some people look at the government like they want to trust them with everything and they, they should know these things and Father that would just spook people. Let me ask you this, Payne. You've interviewed so many people and obviously you did some vetting, right? You want to make sure these people are credible. Also that just intuitively they feel credible to you, mm-hmm. but you must have interviewed some people that were just a little batshit crazy, mm. right? Oh, for Can sure. you tell us about somebody who was just like, yeah, this guy or this gal from the moment I started talking to them, I knew they were just full of shit. Yeah, there's definitely several people that didn't make it into the show because, mm-hmm. you know, three minutes into 
our conversation, they're just saying stuff that, and also like, shit, it could be true. They could be <laughs> right, totally right. telling the truth, but it's just, it sounds so unbelievable and it just sounds so kooky. Can you give us any details on some of the bat shits? Like, yeah, like I mean, on what they just experienced? Just stuff like um, people who claim that they are in constant communication with extraterrestrials mm. and mm. they have mm. names. This lady presented to me like 20 different names of people and people aliens and their physical right. descriptions and how often they talk and that she has some daughter in, in some other you know planet Whoa. so she had sex it sounds very credible to me and i'm like you know cool. what? what's funny is that she could be actually telling the truth but mm -hmm. it's just so out there that I, I i know what were some of the names i'm interested to know what aliens are named sam like literally some of them were like sounded like alien names but one of them was like steve or something like that mm. i was like really <laughs> she ran out like, of ideas one of them was just a straight up Man. like square well maybe once name. they came down you know they came down and they met some people and they met a steve and said hey you know i i could be a steve i mean in some ways if you're an alien named steve that's a flex because all your cohorts oh, yeah. are named like slarsh and blarsh and then you're steve <laughs> and you just stand out it's like peacocking in, the, in a bar you know you know yeah it's it, it, it could be badass on a different planet absolutely, absolutely. and that's and that's a goal absolutely. you know for our thinkers out there who are saying hey mm -hmm. things are not going great for me on this planet you could be right. a stud on another planet right. that let the aliens give you hope the coolest kid in the room somewhere else hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy-winning comedy series You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. 
if you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me ask you this, Payne. Why the fuck are the aliens here? Like, why are they here? Let's just assume they're here, all right? I'm a believer like you. They're here, they're in our skies, they're nose diving into our oceans, who knows what they're up to. But what do you think? I mean, you've talked to more people than anybody else. Why are they here? And why don't they just say hi? Just because they can be. There could be okay. some deeper reason, you know, but I think that mm -hmm. there could also not have to be of some amazing reason. I mean, why do we go to the moon? The hell gold. are we doing there? Why are we trying to go to Mars? Hoping for gold and water. Because we can. I buy that, but I'm also like, if that's the reason, why don't they just kind of like say hello? You know what I mean? If there's so many, why, don't, why can't they just kind of like... Maybe the alien doesn't want to get to know you, George. If they're this advanced, we're just a little anthill. They don't need anything from us. They're just looking at us. Is it even anthropomorphic in a way for us to believe that they have any interest in us anyway? I mean, maybe they're inter interested in other things on Earth. It's a little stubborn and ignorant mm. to think that mm. we're so cool. Well, right. I, I worry about even thinking that aliens are so much more advanced than us. I mean, we have... Look at the technology we have. We've got... Teslas. Teslas. It's have true. Have you seen Tesla's? The Cybertruck coming out this year, Payne. Is it actually going to come out? Why do you have to push back on this? I mean, I hope it does. I, I put in a pre-order. I mean, here's the go. thing. Okay, fine. Aliens, maybe you got a better car than we do. But you don't have the thinkers mm -hmm. that we do. You don't have an Elon Musk. Who's mm -hmm. the Elon Musk of the aliens? I've never heard of him. So it can't be that special. Meanwhile, we've got Elon. He owns Twitter now. That's awesome. That's a flex in itself. Exactly. And what I'm there seeing is that these aliens, they're not so great at business. And so how could their society be that much more advanced than ours? They've evolved so far that business doesn't mm. really... Now, you don't have to actually answer that. Let me ask you this, Payne. Why do they call them UAPs now? And what does UAP stand for? Why not just the good old-fashioned UFO? Is it PC, some PC nonsense? Yeah, is this, is this woke? Is this the woke mob coming at us? I I, I hate the term. It's annoying. I, I think it's just a, a way to distinguish, because when you hear UFO, if you just type in the words UFO, you're going to mm -hmm. get a ton of conspiracy documentaries about aliens oh, yeah. and you know, just random insane stuff. And so it has that kind of connotation to it. UAP right. is like their military term, their official mm. sexier buttoned up term for the same exact thing. And it stands for unidentified aerial phenomena? Yep. That's I just mean, I don't silly. know. That's nonsense. Because also yeah. phenomena, PH, it makes an F sound, but then you got the P. This is Very just, and that's what the problem is now with, you got these liberal people in charge of alien investigations. Yep. They're, all they're focused on is not offending people. I don't care about offending aliens. You shouldn't. Thank you. If 
if they're abducting us, they clearly don't care about offending us either. Thank you. Finally, someone. I, I'm going to push back on that. Based on some of these encounters that Payne covers in his podcast and some others that I've read about, I mean, I don't want to piss off any alien. I'll tell you that right now. If the aliens listening. are listening to our podcast, because you know they are. Absolutely. Uh, we're huge in the they alien world. Thinkers? They want to know how men think. Exactly. I am your friend. I don't want to upset you. Finkelstein, well, on the I'm other not. hand. If you're listening, please come take me. I'm, I'm good. Are you down? I'm down. I mean, would really? I be terrified? Yes. Would I maybe regret that immediately? Probably. You got to be an opportunist. I'm like, fuck it. Take me. You know, recently, the U.S. government, we our Air Force uh, or our Navy pilots, I'm not sure, we shot down some, you know, quote unquote, balloons, right? And uh, some of which they still to this day haven't come out and confirmed, oh, is this man-made thing? Kind of leaving it hanging in the air. But that kind of disgruntled me and Dan because we're thinking these are alien spacecraft, but they get shot down by F-18 Hornets? Like, yeah. I thought these things were supposed to be so high tech. How is it possible that some of these spacecraft have, you know, crashed or been shot down? Or I mean, that doesn't that just imply that these aliens are stupid? I mean, I see the arguments. I think mm -hmm. that the only one that I really think is suspicious is the one over Alaska that, you know, they don't have any pictures of. They have like 4K photos from the cockpit of the other okay. ones. They don't wow. have anything on this one. They claim that they couldn't recover it, which also is kind of not true, you know, because there's video right. of them at the site. They got something. Right. I think that some of these UFOs, UAPs, could just be some self like regenerating drone that's like mm. from so far away from so long ago that's just doing a thing. It doesn't even, mm. it's just kind of serving no purpose anymore. It wasn't really like trying to necessarily defend itself. We're using it's our right. most advanced machines. Maybe this thing wasn't really designed to do anything like that. What are your thoughts on this whole idea that, you know, the U.S. government is trying to reverse engineer alien tech? Like, do you think governments have alien tech? Are we totally, working yes. on it? Every important, reliable person that I've talked to has, you know, spoke about the rumblings of there being craft that's trying to be reverse engineered and has been for a long time, even down mm. to like where, they're, where they have it. Like there's like a hangar like in Nevada, like in Vegas that like mm. they're saying most of these things are. We're talking on the strip? Where in, where in Vegas? And I bet you they're just sitting there and they have not been able to turn them on since like 1960 and they're still just tinkering with it or they broke the damn thing by now. But it's sitting there and they know wow. definitively the fact that they still don't know what it is all these years later means that it definitely wasn't uh, Russia or China. They don't, I don't think they know what to do with it yet. So when people that tell you about this, I mean, who are these people? Like are these government officials, former government officials? Like how high up have you gotten to? Mostly other like super credible reporters who okay. speak to some of these people in the know. And it's just kind of one of those things where you've heard it from so many different people in places. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. there's even sort of, you know, evidence of that. If you were to believe Roswell happened, then that was one of the first cases of that in our history. It kind of jives with the way that they treat it, that there's all these things that we know. And the reality is that we don't know everything. And that's what we're afraid to tell you is that there's a lot of shit going on in the universe. And there's definitely some other entity or intelligence out there. And we know jack shit about it. That's right. what they're afraid to tell you. And do you really think that would cause mass panic? Honestly, I don't think so. I mean, Me some neither. people would get spooked. It would definitely mm -hmm. have some sort of effect on, you know, the stock market for a little bit. Like, everyone's so reactionary to everything anyways. So there would be a, some level of that. Also, what are we going to do about it? Nothing. Right. It's not like right. we're in danger. It's just like a, a, rea a new reality. It's just a, a new right. fact that we learned. We've discovered right. a new animal in the ocean. It's the same kind of idea. And do, are you ever worried about aliens 
coming up from underneath the water. I mean, some of their machines can go in and out of the water pretty easily, which I guess would make sense if you were trying to hide. It's like, cool, like, come catch me. Well, F-18 can't go down into the water, so. Just hang out right. down there. Because we don't know mm -hmm. a lot about the oceans yeah. either. Great place to hide. And we always say to our thinkers, if you're ever on the run, just go to the ocean. Just get down to the get depths. Down. You know, get down. Just get down there. Get down there. They're not going to look Hold your breath as long as you can. Take that big old breath and just wait. Wait it out. <laughs> wait it out. Just wait it out. Before there we you let you go, Payne, are there some crazy conspiracy theories that you've gotten to hear from people that you would love to share? We love conspiracy theories, so. You know, Any despite juices? what some people might think on the surface, because I've made a podcast about UFOs. You believe them. I'm really kind of the anti-conspiracy guy. 99% of the time, they're bullshit. There's some things that are like, okay, actually, maybe. I always thought that Roswell was probably bullshit, but mm. the more I dug into it... It's 100% real. I mean, there's some stuff where definitively something happened here. And even like mm -hmm. recently, Australia's government declassified this report. You almost forget that other countries, you know, intelligence agencies look at what we're doing like we do with them. So back in like the late 60s, 70s, they did their own investigation and their determination was that, yeah, a spacecraft probably landed here. They recovered it. Whoa. They tried to cover it up and they probably have recovered bodies and a craft. That was their military's determination. So where do you think this is all going? I mean, where you know what I mean? Like five years from now, is there going to be some big discovery? Is there going to be some big reveal? Or do you think it's just, are we just destined for a lifetime of kind of like half facts and oh, that's interesting, but who knows? It's definitely going to be a, the slow drip. I would be mm. very surprised, but pleasantly surprised if there was a day in history that was some major revelation that like, you know, shifted everything. I think it's going right. to be a slow drip over time, decades of stuff kind of becoming less taboo and you start being able to piece together this fact and that fact. And then it's like, okay, you kind of paint the picture yourself. The next big thing is any sort of official military response or statement really kind of from any government that's official that there is literal spacecraft or like physical evidence of something not from Earth that they can present mm. and show because seeing is believing. And you think that'll happen in our lifetimes? I think in our lifetime, yes. George might die soon though. I think that in my lifetime, it will be common knowledge that there are other species out in the universe that are intelligent and it might just be that is all we know in our lifetime, but we know that definitively. We just might need to get that info out soon because I am worried about George dying. George goes well, falls off the wagon with uh, drug addictions and uh, it's a, not a addiction. So, I, I like to experiment with medicines, plant medicines. And my question to you is: Did you talk to anybody who encountered aliens, beings, maybe purple manatee people that can show you really crazy geometry when you're high on DMT? Everyone keeps going, oh, you know, look up, look up, look up into the sky. I say, look down into your DMT pipe. All right, look down, take a hit, and you'll meet aliens then. Not everyone is holding a DMT pipe, though, George. That's true. George mm -hmm. walks around saying that to people as he's smoking DMT, and it's like, you're the only one doing this. Guys, <laughs> retain your semen, and then smoking DMT is just a natural second step. You sound like a loose cannon. I am a loose cannon, pain, but you know what? The DMT calms me down. And you know the phrase, a loose cannon always hits its target, so... <laughs> That's right, I agree. And listeners, thinkers, check out High Strange. It's out now, it's fantastic. Even if you're a skeptic, you are gonna be entertained, and you're, and you're not just gonna roll your eyes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm right there with and, you. Yeah. I'll hold your hand yeah. through it. It's just, it's it's fun. It's a fun topic to explore in a, in a new way. And listen, guys, we learned so much today, including the benefits of semen retention yet again. I don't know if we ever mentioned, we never I don't know really how we, learned yeah, it. We did hear about that. Yes, we heard about it. Just to kind of bring it back full circle. Yeah, we heard you, know, you say it. We've all kind of agreed over and over. the aliens do that, as does George Collins. I don't think we did it. Payne Lindsay, that. thank you so much for being on Man Thinkers. We really appreciate your time today. Thank you guys. This was a blast. 
wow. I mean, and honestly, an eerie conversation. Very, yeah. yeah. I really liked pain, but but this whole alien thing is it's a lot. Well, to it's take hard in. to even tell if we're talking to the real pain or if we're talking mm. to an alien in a pain costume. And that's interesting because you would think that any human that becomes as big of an expert in the field as Mr. Payne Lindsay has is going to be targeted by the Absolutely. aliens. Absolutely. So you know? take that interview with a grain of salt. We don't know what was true, what, was what wasn't, and what was, and what was being said. I mean, a lot know? of that stuff also could have been fed by the aliens into an earpiece for Payne Lindsay to say. So anytime you thought he sounded smarter than us, think that that, right. all right, that's probably an alien. Anytime right, exactly. we didn't sound good, it was probably the alien. Coherent or interesting, right. probably an alien. So, But you know what? I did like Payne. Assuming he was a human, let's just give him the benefit of the doubt. Great guy, great human. And if it was an alien, great alien. It was a great episode all around. We learned a lot. Yes. You know, Trump went from dieted to indicted. Who cares? His numbers, His numbers are, up. are up. Good for him. And we went from non-believer to believer with aliens. Who numbers cares? Are up. The, you know, our, our numbers are up. Rate us on socials. We hope you're having as much fun as we are. And as always, thinkers, don't forget to keep, keep thinking. thinking. Don't stop talking, but keep thinking. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.